I hate my new sheets. And I mean that with like <laughs> probably 50% of the energy I used to say that. What I mean is it was my birthday a week ago and I was, you know, do the regular shit, treat myself, whatever. So I got new sheets and the color, so I got green sheets, right? And looking at the color online, I'm like, yeah, cool, 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 cool. I just took them out of the washer and put them in my bed. <laughs> and I didn't realize how on theme it is with, like, Christmas. And it, if anyone was to walk into my room right now, you would think I'm really trying to be, like, on theme when I'm really not. And then they came with only two pillowcases and I have four camp, you know, pillows on my bed. And I had to sub, you know, two red pillowcases that I had in my um, pantry. Anyway, I'm on them now. I'm going to see how I feel when I sleep, but that's just by the way. Anywho, hello. My mouth tastes very nutty. I had views, <laughs> it's not coffee. And I so I had nut pods, and the story behind nut pods are very interesting because I used to see them online. Well, someone I know who drinks coffee posts them a lot. And, I, you know, I've mentioned the kind of milk that I use or what lack thereof. But I went to the supermarket the one time, like two weeks ago, and I wanted to get milk and they didn't have any. And I knew I was going to be drinking coffee heavily that, that particular week. So I got no pods thinking, okay, it's probably just whatever, coconut or almond milk or whatever. It's not. And I'm lactose intolerant. So I'm literally waiting to run to the bathroom. Um... But it's not bad. I I will say it, so. That's where like the nuts is coming from. Like coconuts, almonds, hazelnuts, everything. But it's very nutty in my mouth, and it's not even like camel sperm. It's actual nuts. So you know, that's another um, that's another segue. But you're probably wondering what the fuck am I doing here? I know I'm wondering the same thing. I wanted to leave like a little gift for anyone who is willing to collect for the end of the year. I'm going to give you guys. A couple of things that you should check out to kind of broaden your horizons and add to your playlist or add to your rotations or add to your tradition or just, you know, give you a little boost. You know what I mean? So I did this this almost the same time last year with like movies and music and albums and stuff. Today it's going to be strictly like movies or everything surrounding that. So I'm going to start with like audio series. And this is actually very ironic because... Actually, also, sorry. Hold on one second. You guys remember when I said I'm never buying burritos again? Because I bought burritos from Chipotle and it was disgusting. Well, I ate burritos today. Ha ha ha. But I made them myself. And by made them myself, I just had a salad and I had like tortillas. Like wheat tortillas. And I wrapped it myself and I cut it a burrito. And I put like lime and hot sauce. It was pretty good. I can't say maybe it was healthy. I don't know, but it was amazing. And I think that's all that matters. So I'm really, really full. And I'm like partially lying down. And I know how bad it is. You're not supposed to lie down and like after eating, you're supposed to like exercise. But it's like, you don't even know what, you don't, you don't want to know what the time is because they're going to be wondering why the fuck is it recording at this time. <coughs> oh, excuse me. That was disgusting. Anywho. Um, so here we are. So like I said, let's start Lurst. <laughs> Lurst. Let us start with audio series. Yeah? Okay, cool. I think I'm gonna start with Boraska. 
Boraska is an audio series you can find anywhere, and it is by this company called Q Code, and it's two seasons, minimum, or well, maximum of like thirty five minutes per episode. It sounds long, but I promise you, it's worth it. And what I was gonna say before I sidetrack, like I always do, was I was the person literally maybe like till this year. I was like, oh yeah, no, you know what? I don't really listen to audiobooks or audio yada because it's not my thing. I prefer the hardcover. I want to read it. How did I come across this? Um, I was at work and like my podcast that because I all like the, there was this particular day where all the podcasts I listened to weren't dropping an episode. Or no, there was a day where I didn't have any podcasts lined up, and I just saw this and like, yo, let me give it a try. And I found I stumbled upon these stories. So. Baraska, it is set in Missouri, for anyone who cares, just to kind of give you a feel of, you know, what you want to think. Because I think something great about listening to audio series is you could be doing whatever and your mind just wanders off. Now, I haven't listened to any of these stories while driving. I remember I was the most comfortable when I was cooking and I was listening to, Bar- actually, I started, I was cooking and I started listening to Baraska and I was hooked for the rest of the night, right? So... This family moves to a new place, um, you know, regular American dream family, white picket fence. Um, the dad's a sheriff, a mother, a daughter, a son, yada, yada, yada. Cool, whatever. And just FYI, the older son, like the, the one of the main characters is voiced by Cole Sprouse, who is from Riverdale, or you know him from Second Cody, Three Lap on Deck or whatever. And he has a very encapsulating voice that wants you to just stay there. And I really, really admire that and I fuck with that. So... They have, you know, they move to this new town and there's like this tradition, you know, notice my air quotes, where if you hear a particular noise or like a scream or like some weird noise, you know, everyone knows there's going to be a party the next day or the night of, I can't remember which it was. And, you know, it's obviously teenagers and there was this thing where at after every party, girls, women, young, let's just say young teenage girls would go missing and obviously, it was just hearsay until one of the main characters who calls Sprouse voices when he grows up, his sister goes missing. Kimber, that's her name. Her name's Kimber. Kimber goes missing. And it's weird. No one can find her. Yada, yada, yada. Cool. Now, there's a weird thing in this story. Well, not weird, but like this story is dated like, let's say 2005. And there was something in Missouri where the, you know, the, um, what's the word when you give birth? Um maternity is that was is it maternity rate no 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 no. anyway the rate of giving birth was very low so people weren't really getting pregnant at all i think it was with the water or the environment or something and the kids grew up everything you know whatever they had the suspicions but they grew up and to tell you how sketch this city was or this town was there was a lady who couldn't get pregnant for the sake of anything and like four months later she had a child and she's like oh my gosh thank goodness i, ha- I finally had a baby after years of trying it was so weird i can't give away the key thing but I want you to trust me, even if you don't know who the fuck I am. Listen to that show because it is so good. I can't explain. I think that might, that might easily be the best thing I've listened to this year. It is such a great story. You would not expect what happens. Don't trust any fucking person when you're listening to that show. But I promise you're going to have a great time. It's just two seasons. It's done now. And um, everything's like wherever you listen to anything. And um, yeah, enjoy Moving on to our second audio series, it is called Soft Voice, and by the same company, Q Code, well, same production company, Q Code. Um, 
how do I explain this? You know when you have intrusive thoughts? And, okay, I, I mean, let me put myself in a scenario, right? Okay, say I wake up tomorrow morning. Well, I mean, you guys know me. I sometimes I choose not to go to work. So say I wake up in the morning and I have a voice that says, okay, it's 7.15, two minutes under, under a cold shower, the next five minutes under a warm shower, coffee's going to be ready by the time you get down, which means the coffee should have been start, started brewing before you enter the cold shower. And... Um, start the car because it's winter, the car needs to heat up, yada, yada, yada. That's how soft voice works. It's that voice in your head that keeps you in check. So this, this particular lady, her name is Lydia. Yes, her name's Lydia. She has soft voice. Soft voice keeps her in check, keeps her on ground. Her job, she is a realtor. So she sells houses or flips houses, either of the two. And she does an amazing job, always meeting the quota and everything. She's the best at her job, getting paid, getting a promotion, everything. She's doing well. But there's an alternative voice. So let's call the voice. I, I forgot what they call it in the show. But let's imagine the truth with us. It's like, oh, fuck work, sleep today. Or maybe you're at work. Oh, look at him. You know, flirt with him or her. Or, um, you know, don't cook today. Buy food. Buy outside. Or take a short drink. It's a school night. Why not? And her life's going well as these intrusive thoughts start to prevail. And soft voice disappears. Literally, she doesn't hear soft voice anymore. And she does the wildest things. And she does something one night that kind of has a very weird, scary, strange domino effect. And the consequences are literally knocking at her door, literally. This show as well is really good. It's not as, you know, thriller-esque or suspense-esque. How, how do you say that word? As Boraska, I should say. But it's really, really engaging. Because I remember I listened to this one at work. And it's not something you have to pay so much attention to because it's like it's very easy going, but it's just really like wow. And these episodes are not even as long; it's like twenty one minutes per episode. It's like only one season and it's done. Really, really good. I highly recommend. And lastly, on our audio series, I have "Quiet Part Loud" by Jordan Peele. Now, I have consumed maybe a fingerful of Jordan Peele's work. I watched Nope this year. I've seen, um us oh, wait is it us yes i've seen us i've watched nope and i have watched um wendell and wild that's the one with the, the stop motion the stop motion animation that's what they call it all are amazing so this show audio series as well 12 episodes like 35 minutes maximum as well per episode i don't know how to explain this show but for anyone who is very interested in just like trying to crack their brain, follow a story. And if you like to feel smart, I should say, if you like a, an ego boost, with no guarantee if your, your ego will be boosted though, listen to this show. Because this is a show, I, have to, I must admit, I listened, because when I'm listening to some things, I like to just do things, but I remember listening to this show at work and I had to keep rewinding because it's like, wait, what the fuck is going on? So this show, without spoiling, Follows a particular quote-unquote personality or journalist, right? He had a show that went downhill. But before his show went downhill, he was following a case. And this case was around... Um, slight trigger warning. Slight trigger warning. But this case was around a couple of boys, Muslim young boys, who got abducted or just disappeared from the face of the earth. And no one knows what happens. He has this theory, but it sounds batshit crazy. Even as the listener, I'm like, what the fuck is he on about? However... I think we're in a time where if someone says something 
and you think it's crazy, then it's probably really possible and probably real. That's what happens in this show. I can't say anything any further because I will risk spoiling it for you. It's a great adventure in my opinion. It's scary as shit. And I remember I consumed a lot of media this year that I had no business consuming because it was just scary. I started being scared of the dark again and I had to... You know, so this is the last scary thing I listened to this year and I'm done. I'm tired, he said shortly before listening to something else. But it's a really, really good show. Jordan Pugh, he ate down. I really recommend. Wonderland Wild as well is a stop motion animation. And if you don't know what stop motion animation is, it's basically like um, Think Coraline or Nightmare Before Christmas or... I don't know. But it's really good. I remember watching it one night and like in passing because I, I was looking for something to watch on Netflix. Really entertaining as well. Really cool story. Obviously, black lead. It's like a very emo-esque type thing. I really enjoyed it. So, you know, why not go for that as well? Well, done with audio series. Now, documentaries. Only two documentaries, documentaries on this list. And this is very funny because, like, audio series, I didn't see myself as a documentary person. I still don't. I just think it depends on the person and the appeal, right? Now... The first documentary is My Mind and Me, Selena Gomez's documentary for anyone who is interested in Selena. I'm surprised I watched it because I'm not a fan. But I remember there was like a promo where you watched, you, you know, you got Apple TV for free, I, I think for the rest of the year, and then you could get to watch it if you wanted to. And I remember watching it like on a random Friday afternoon while I was doing stuff around my room. I will put this particular documentary in a, another category as um, background. And what I mean is, you can just put it on and do whatever you need to do around your room. It was really cool. I really enjoyed it. To be very fair, I enjoyed it. And then, I guess, it was interesting seeing what was happening around COVID. Some things I didn't know about her. But then I was kind of, like, in space or in limbo because I don't really care about Selena Gomez as much. But I just, I mean, I know Selena Gomez. So, I, you know, it was quite interesting. But, you know. So, yeah, for anyone who's interested, it's, like, an hour plus. So, it's pretty cool. But then I watched Lizzo's documentary. I think it's called Dear Lizzo. My God, I love this woman so much. Like, no one understands how much everything she says, her music just speaks to me. I'm, I've said it before, I think on this podcast, where I've said her music helped me immensely in accepting, you know, my body before I went through any changes or anything. And I, I still apply it to my life right now, so I fucking love her for that, but... If you're into documentaries, I say go for them. I, it's, I, I will say, I, I asked a question, and I guess celebrities just know, or their team just know, when do you know to start recording moments in your life? Because these both documentaries had, like, footage from, like, 2017, 16, 15. It's really amazing. It's really, it's, it's really interesting. So, you know, um, they had really odd footage, and then seeing how COVID affected more people, because we all know how COVID affected every one of us, and it was just really um, intriguing to see as well. So... I say go for that. Now we're heading into the movies. I think I want to start with the Christmas movies, maybe. Happier Season, it's a lesbian Christmas romance. It has Christian Stewart. Um, I, I, I said lesbian just for anyone who doesn't want to be interested anymore. So you could, you know, I don't know, fast forward or whatever. But, oh my goodness. I've not really been able to consume Christmas Stewart as much. I don't remember Twilight. She was in Spencer, the Princess Diana biopic, quote-unquote. She was fantastic. And this is like a, this movie came out like a year or two ago. 
it's really, really interesting. It's really, really basic. I have a rule in my head. No one follows this rule. I don't care if anyone does. But I have a rule. If I'm consuming a romance or Christmas movies, I don't need a plot. Neither do I need suspense. I just need something so easy for me to just cry and funnel that, just like free-flowing. That's what this was. It was a very basic, you know, oh, someone's girlfriend meeting the family for the first time and like chaos ensuing. And not chaos like, you know, cheating or it could be chaos like, oh, I forgot a present at the store. Oh, babe, it's okay. That's that kind of chaos. That's what I feel like that's what makes a romance and Christmas movie very enjoyable. So check that out. It's an easy watch. It's really cute. It's really just like you're eating dinner and you want to put something on or it's like Christmas morning. I don't know. Whatever your pick is. You know, um, I say go for that. God of the Galaxy Christmas Edition. Am I biased? Yes, because I've said it before on the podcast, on the record, that God of the Galaxy are my best characters in the MCU, and they still are. This Christmas Edition, I will say, is the most amazing thing. It's 40, no, 45 or 35 minutes, either or. There's no villain, so don't even expect that. It's just very, again, it has the elements of a good Christmas movie. It is just free-flowing, so adorable so i remember watching this at like 12 in the morning i was who knows what i was doing at 12 in the morning but i want i needed something easy to watch and this had just come out and i watched it i was sitting on the floor and i felt so warm literally in my heart because i was watching this it's really amazing it doesn't need to it doesn't it's not it's not one of the mcu products that like connects to the next avengers no it's an easy watch and even if you don't watch mcu movies I think you should watch it because it just like preaches, quote unquote, family, love, the heart of Christmas for those who don't. Because I've said before, I think I sound like a great when I say Christmas is really my favorite holiday. But I do enjoy Christmas movies because there's some kind of warmth and joy to them. So check that out. It's on Disney Plus or wherever you get, you know, wherever. Next, we have Single All The Way. This is a gay Christmas romance. It has the guy from Ugly Betty, if anyone remembers. And if you don't, it's fine. Again, it has my favorite recipe. Not really a strong plot. Same thing, meeting the family. But this was different because it's like a best friend of a guy. And he's going to the family. And like the family wants them to get together. But like, oh my gosh, no, you know, we're friends. And we know how that goes. Really, really interesting. Really short as well, like an hour, I think, or so. Um, Positive plot, in my opinion. Has the best recipe. Check that out. And I think lastly, on our Christmas edition or Christmas um, section, Love Hard, Nina Dobrev, you know her from Vampire Diaries. This one had a very interesting plot where they incorporated modern day dating and dating apps. into. This came out like a year or two ago as well. Really, really interesting, I, I should say, if I'm being honest. Really, really interesting. It, um this thing where she's like on vacation and she's just swiping and she's trying to meet people and same thing as well interesting plots but really easy to go through you're gonna fly by it play this you know while you're eating or something it's it's really cool i enjoyed it it's a basic christmas you know um movie and whatever and again also an honorable mention the princess switch with vanessa Hudgens. i love that whole like Thing. it's just it's fantastic and i think everyone should watch it i don't know what the plot is it's just vibes it's on netflix or wherever you watch your movies or wherever 
watch it. Princess Switch. I think it's one, two, and three or so or more. I don't even know. But yeah. Okay, moving away from Christmas. Um, what else do we have? Series now. Okay. These are like Christmas series, but they're series nonetheless. Blood and Water. I think this is one of the best series that Netflix has put out. I remember watching this when I was in Nigeria still. It came out when I was in Nigeria, so it was a while ago. And they are season three now. Based in South Africa. And I, I remember being so fascinated because like... They were speaking Zulu. They were speaking a lot of languages that they speak in South Africa. And I was like, oh my goodness, yes. Fascinated, enjoyed it. Um, the plot is basically... Without spoiling it, this girl goes to a new school and it's a school where they already have their cliques and everything. And she's like an outcast. And not because she's like different. She's they're all the same type of people, race, ethnicity, and everything. But she's just, you know, new and she can't seem to fit in. But her family has a history. Before her mother gave birth to her, her mother gave birth to another girl who got kidnapped. And she thinks she knows who the daughter is in that school and shit goes left. You're welcome. Blood and water watch it you're very welcome next on my list i have the sandman you could ask me what this law is i don't know i know it's based off i think loosely off the dc comics but before i watched this show the only thing i knew about sandman was from that one like cartoon with um jack frost but this is such a phenomenal show and i say this because i enjoy again this is something i just really enjoy I enjoy watching a show or a movie or whatever where I don't know the cast. Because we're in a world where now where Hollywood, a lot of us are just, we just know a lot about pop culture and we know a lot of actors and otherwise. I didn't know anyone in this cast. It felt so refreshing. I only knew maybe one person and that was, um, so this woman who plays Lucifer in this show, she was in Game of Thrones as well. She was um, Lady, she was, she was the knight in Game of Thrones. I forget her name right now. But anyway, so she plays Lucifer, which I must admit, I saw this depiction of Lucifer and I was like, I remember writing down like, oh my gosh, I wonder, this is really accurate to like how the Bible has said it in some ways. I don't want to give any blasphemies. I will say nothing else further about the Bible, but amazing show. I can't really explain the plot except for the fact that like, I realized that the Sandman is from a family of like, other siblings who've been around before the beginning of time where they have responsibilities. So he has a sister who, I think her name is Death or something. And what she does is she stays around when it's time for someone to pass or go along to the other, other you know, to like wherever, the other life or the afterlife. She's there to take them and lead them, whatever might happen. He has a brother named um, Desire. There's another one named Deception or Depression amazing concept amazing show they just got renewed for season two which a lot of people were happy about and i get it really really good show really really strong grounding i really understood the law i must admit a lot more but i remember i had to like read a lot of things but like people who are fans before jumping into because i was really interested in just like the show in general so i would say if you need something new and i know it's christmas no one wants to like endeavor into any new shows i get it but if you need something new and fresh because maybe you're not really doing much this holiday, I, I suggest you watch The Salmon because, you know, why not? It's on Netflix as well. Or again, wherever you watch anything. Human Resources. Okay. <clears throat> Hear me out. I don't know if anyone has watched Big Mouth. And if you haven't, that's fine. But basically, Big Mouth is this show about kids, prepubescent children who are going through different emotions, being horny, being depressed, being lonely whatever and basically they have hormone monsters 
who are basically there to guide them through whatever. So like a homo monster sees you, you, you are assigned to your own homo monster, like let's just imagine like a guardian angel. And if you're horny, he's telling you go masturbate in the closet. And I must admit their voices are so funny. Anyway, Human Resources is a spin-off of Big Mouth. And basically these homo monsters have a job for with these kids, right? So Human Resources, as the name implies, is basically them at their jobs with like HR and there's a lot more like homo monsters, love bugs, depression cats, anxiety mosquitoes. It's fucking funny. It's like 21 minutes per episode and it's like a... I, I, so I like few good like animations and like adult animations because I, th- I think it's an adult animation. So like Family Guy. And I would say this is not background but it's like you're eating dinner or you're cooking dinner. Put this and just watch it. It's fucking hilarious. It's like one or two seasons, one season actually. Kiki Palmer was on the cast as well, which I didn't even know. But I mean, just for anyone who needs extra reason as to why to watch it, go watch it. There's like a Shame Wizard. Um, there's a lot of amazing things that really resonate. Because I remember seeing an interview with the creator and he was talking about how he made the show, even Big Mouth, because Big Mouth came first because of how he was going through puberty as a child and how he saw it. And it was actually, it's really interesting because I don't even remember how puberty started for me. I remember my first wet dream, but that's about it. But I think that's a story for another day. So anyway, moving on, I just saw how I slid wet dream into that conversation that no one asked me for, but I mean, here we are. Ooh, Blood Sisters. There's a lot of blood today. Blood Sisters is a Nigerian um, Netflix series limited series four episodes i believe an hour per like each episode and let me tell you how this show what this show did for me i remember like i was at the gym i was on the um stairmaster and i wanted to watch something and i saw blood sisters i think this was like the day after i came out and i clicked on it i can't tell you what i did for the rest of the, day at the gym i remember just phasing through the gym coming home finishing the show that day it basically follows a, a look I advise don't look it up on Twitter or online because people, everyone wants to be a critic these days and no one wants to enjoy shit. I enjoyed it and I think you will too. Basically, these two best friends, one is getting married, but she has a history of trigger warning, physical assault with her boyfriend, fiance, since be husband, and something happened on the day of their engagement. And for those who aren't Nigerian, or I mean, if you're not familiar with your culture, I should only say Nigerians, but basically... Nigerians, you know, have an engagement party separate and then the wedding. So it was a time of the engagement and then he hits her and shit goes left. Like, look, this this fucking show is on steroids. I loved the actors. It was so amazing. And I think you will too. It's really enjoyable. I will say, maybe because I'm Nigerian, but like, this is a Christmas watch for me. This is a Christmas watch. It's not a Christmas movie at all, but it's, uh, you know... Everyone's gathered in the living room, looking for something to watch, something quick. And then there's a lot of commentary. I like, I, so I'm someone who, when I'm watching something, I give a lot of commentary to myself. So I can see like a family just watching and just giving a lot of like, you know, commentary about it. But then again, you know, if it's not for you, it's fine. But I think give it a try. It's really enjoyable to quick watch. It's four episodes, so like four hours, depending on what you do on Christmas Day. But you know, there's that as well. And then next we have Anikulakbo. This is a Nigerian movie directed by Kulia Fulaya. I said his name because everything I watch from this man is fucking sensational. So he did this movie, Anikulakbo. He's done Ara Ramire. He did Citation that stars, um, stars Temir Tadala. And they're all sensational. 
So actually, I recommend all three actually. Anikolapo is very, it's fucking chaotic, but it's basically, did I just gasp? I'm so sorry. <clears throat> I think I'm, t- I'm talking too fast. But it basically follows this man who elopes with a queen. Because <laughs> the queen, she lives a husband. He elopes, she finds some kind of power that's able to bring people back from the dead, but she hands it over to her husband because now they're in a different town and he's using it. They've been able to get a very, very good, affordable lifestyle, but the power has gotten to his head. He's accepted more wives. He's treating his original wife like shit. And like I said before, and like previously, shit goes left. Trust me, put it on and fucking enjoy it. If anyone can find Ara Rumire, I don't know where I can find this. It's not Netflix, but it's a Kula Falayo production as well. It's basically this movie about people, um, well, not people, but like this, I want to say community or town or city where if you are able to get a hold of something, like it's like a, like a statue. If you can find it, anyone that holds it, you would experience seven years of like, what's the word? Seven years of, um, discomfort, grief, sadness, basically seven years of shit. And then the next seven years will be seven years of like joy, happiness, and everything in between. It's a really, really good show. I really can't remember much about it because I remember watching it when I was like a child. And by child, I mean like I was like 13 at the most. So I remember like parts of it were really, really good. So, you know, check that out. Citation is on Netflix. Not as epic as the first two movies I mentioned by the same director, but it's good nonetheless. And it does attack a lot of, you know, common injustices in our society currently. So, you know, I say give that a watch as well. Okay, what else do we have on our list? Oh, we have Darby and the Dead. So this is on Hulu. Again, I'm just going to stop saying why I watch it because everyone watches movies, you know, on different places nowadays. But basically, if anyone remembers the girl from Henry Danger, I know that was my same reaction. If anyone remembers the lady from Henry Danger, she's a star in this movie. And it's honestly such a quick watch. It's just like, I, I, I want to say almost like background. I think we're going to put this in the background section. It basically follows this girl who can see the dead. And on the weekends, she helps them pass on to the other, you know, to the other side. But someone dies in a school and that person is taunting her to do something. And for her to do it, you know, it's like, do this for me and I'll leave you alone and you can go back to your regular life. But then she starts to do it. Her life changes, not for the better, but not for the worse. And everything gets very complicated. It's like a, honestly, like a very basic, well, not basic, but a very you know, what's the word? It's like a very, I'm looking for, not, yeah, there we go. It's a very generic movie where it's like Mean Girls and, you know, oh my gosh, you hurt me. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize this sooner, but it's still an easy watch. And, you know, that's what we're here for. So check that out, Darby and the Dead. I suddenly, well, not suddenly, but I, actually watch Ingrid Goes West that stars Aubrey Plaza and Elizabeth Olsen, who plays the Scarlet Witch. And actually, funny enough, Aubrey Plaza is going to be in The Coven of Chaos, which is coming to MCU next year. So anyway, I digress. I Look, when I watched this movie, it was so chaotic because I remember for that, that day in particular, I had been on my phone so much, I was having a headache. And I was watching a movie and it was talking about, basically, this movie shows how chaotic... 
social media and like fan love and fan bases can be and how social media just just like social media just warps your head and this girl stalks her favorite like internet influencer and it doesn't really everything is really nice it seems but then the internet influencer is very gullible accepts her and then everything just gets really weird it's a very it's a very trippy movie i feel like i was high watching the movie i wasn't but i feel like i was so you know if that's your thing that's your vibe i you know why not it's a very cool cast i think the acting was really cool in my opinion but I, again i don't really care about stuff like that i just want to enjoy something so you know i think that's what we're here for i'm just giving you guys things to enjoy not necessarily things you need to critique because fuck you if you do that kidding not really anyway here we are um do I have anything else to com- recommend to you guys? Oh, wow, I think we're... Oh, wait, last on the list. Before I go, before I check out, last on the list is House Kitchen. Let me tell you guys something. I personally believe that I can outcook Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I remember, I... Again, like some other things, like documentaries and audio series, I'm not a reality TV show person. I'm not. I don't know how I stumbled upon House Kitchen, but I'm glad I did because I'm five seasons deep. I binged them all. I'm not kidding. It's honestly just a very amazing concept. Gordon Ramsay, who's a world-renowned chef, he um hosts this show where he gets a lot of you know other cooks or chefs who get on this show and he makes them cook for their lives. Basically, they're cooking for their lives. And I get in every episode that I've seen so every season that I've seen so far, he has like a new restaurant opening opening. And he needs a head chef. So the winner of the competition obviously becomes the head chef. What a fucking cool concept. That's a show I would get behind. Because it makes sense. I'm not saying other reality TV shows don't make sense. But this is the only one I will watch. And I stand behind. So if you like cooking, watch it. And I remember when I watched the first episode, I got some new ideas to make something. And it's just a very comforting show. Because like when I cook now, I just put it in the background... Even though God Ramsey yelling is a bit very, it's a bit aggressive, but you know, you get used to it. I, I, I should say, it's you know, it's like okay, yeah, he's yelling again. Just turn that shit down. But it's really, really comforting. It's a very good show. I'm honestly, when I'm done recording, I'm going to turn it on and watch it. And um, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. But that is the only, so yeah, that is in in the reality TV show section. That's the only reality TV I watch. Is the oh, I forget. Well, I watched The Voice, but I think that's that's just a me thing. I'm going to keep that to myself. Because, I mean, unless you like music, you know, singing shows, but yeah. And there we have it, guys. Voila. I have been able to recommend to you guys audio series, regular series, movies, and um, Christmas movies, and reality TV shows and documentaries. So I really hope you guys are able to pick one, two, or three from these because it's Christmas. And I, only, I, I decided to make this episode because I'm spending Christmas not at home. And I was so funny story. I was at Thanksgiving. Well, I was at my dad's for Thanksgiving. And I forgot my book at home. And I was like, I was so upset. And I'm going to where I'm going for Christmas. It's like, okay, I'm going to need a company. So if it's going to be the audio series for you or the documentary that you're going to watch in your room or a book or whatever the case might be, I just thought, you know, let everyone have something. And if you feel like you don't want to venture into something new and you want to watch, like, old classics and, you know, whatever, pick your cake and do as you may. But I hope I've been able to help a little bit. And, you know, that's it. That's the episode. I honestly, I must say, I I really wanted to say really quickly, 
thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. Like, I mean that's in the best way possible. In the rawest form, because what the fuck are we on? Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, Spotify Wrapped was a couple weeks ago, and you guys did the fucking Gs. You're so amazing. I appreciate you guys. Next year is going to be a lot better. You guys are going to enjoy me a lot more. It's going to be a lot bigger, and I just really, really wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my balls, because I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so, 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 so much. You are phenomenal people, and thank you for listening. And I really hope that on my short hiatus, I'm going to be back by next year, January. Don't don't worry. But like, but hopefully anyway, if everything goes to plan. But I hope in my short hiatus, you don't forget me. And look, if you're new here, because I want, I, I don't know why I believe that not everyone listens to all the episodes. Take a Take a trip and just go down. And go listen. I have lots of lots of episodes for everyone. There's a lot of stuff. Even I listen to some episodes. I should say because I was listening to an episode like a couple of days ago. Just you know, enjoy yourself and go down and just listen to everything. There's something for everyone. You notice a lot of growth and a lot of dumb shit that I say. That's not gonna stop anytime soon. But enjoy yourself, okay? And um, yeah, I'll be back shortly. But I hope you guys have an amazing holiday, and you know. Again, thank you so much. <laughs> but I've been your host, Dami Dare, and I will see you. Or, well, I won't see you, but here we fucking go with the outro. Here we are again. Oh, okay, let's do it one more time. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Dami Dare. Bye-bye.